And we talk about this all the time. We just went through this a minute ago with our process, right? If nothing's flowing through all the way out the bottom of the funnel, there's no trades to make. This is the How to Trade Stocks Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to effortlessly take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes a day? Well, the 10 minute trading room is exactly what you've been looking for. Head to 10 minute trading room right now to learn more and trade alongside us inside the 10 minute trading room. Be sure to like subscribe and watch all of our past episodes. Good afternoon traders. Happy June 20th. Happy belated father's day for our fathers out there. And I got to say, Thank you for the week off. I had a great week off. My uh, my family and I, we went down to the beach in Galveston. We uh, we rented a, re- a beach house down there. Beautiful three-story home right on the beach. And um, it was really special. We had a, a, a lot of people there. I think there were 16 people total in the house. Um, so it was it was pretty chaotic. Um, but it was uh, it was nice to get away, nice unwind. And of course, I, I can't unplug because this is like my favorite thing in the world. So there was one morning where uh, I woke up before everybody else. And I just went walking on the beach for like an hour or hour and a half. And the entire time I'm looking at my phone, I'm coming up with different ideas and um, I'm like, okay, what if I did this? What if I did that? I'm thinking about um, different ways for calculating position size, etc. And I'm going through all these different things. And, um, you know, I came back, you know, refreshed and excited because I, <sighs> we are beyond blessed to have this early access into outlier and um, a lot of the things that I've tested and worked on and, and tried to improve upon so that our strategy gets even better. Um, real quick note. So my results for the year so far are 23.54%. And the majority of that came in, the, in, in June. I mean, basically all of that came right at the end of May and all of June. So June was tremendous, <clears throat> has been tremendous so far. A little gap right there is from the... Uh, Juneteenth holiday. It'll connect in the next couple of days or so on the chart. But yeah, I um I am so stoked to have access to this and to be able to see it work so well so quickly. Uh, a couple of things, in fact, I was working on earlier today 
was how, how can I make this a little bit better? So one of the things that I want to do is bring back the back testing. So I've been working on um, this layout here. It's not finalized, but um, in a nutshell, the way that this would work is we start with the outlier data, meaning starting with the outlier data, meaning like what are the signals for today, right? What are the buy signals? What are the sell signals? So at least just grab those. And then we drop them into our outlier scanner, which is a, a, a version of our relative strength scanner to see which pulls through. And when it does, it checks that it's on the right side of the trend. It checks for um, liquidity. It checks for price because um, I don't trade anything under $15. I, I like bigger stocks. Um, so it checks for all of that. And then what pulls through, which you can see there's only two here, the next step is to throw this into Tastyworks and just real quick, right? Go through this, go through that, see if there actually is any liquidity for these because sometimes, and that's exactly why we don't have any today. Sometimes we get onto these and like Kolb, in fact, let's take a look real quick. C-O-L-B. It doesn't have any option um, liquidity to it, right? We want to see at least 250 plus open interest. And I'm even like just looking at the monthlies here and I can't find any, any open interest. Uh, same with home, H O M B H O M B. Yeah, there's no liquidity there. So those would have been puts anyway. So if there's liquidity, then double back testing. Now, what do I mean by double back testing? So I, I didn't feel comfortable with this until I actually put hand to paper and I was, you know, putting these uh, trades on the charts, right? And in fact, I need to update this because this is now six out of six winners using this criteria on um, on the SPY. And then, of course, the objective here is just to validate that the signals that are coming out of Outlier have a positive expectancy. Now, I took it one step further. And um, Mike Lamoth, maybe you know him, uh, he and I were having a conversation because I'm trying to get him involved into uh, promoting the outlier platform as well. Uh, he was like, Chris, what is, what, what's under the hood, right? How does this work? And, and truthfully, I was like, I don't know, my dude. I don't know. So I went on a little tirade and I'm like, let me see. What, what can I work on? What can I look at to figure it out? And it's not perfect. But what I have found is that when... Price crosses over the 10, and you've got the MACD crossover. And I'm not a big indicator guy. I usually just like moving averages. When it crosses over the 10 and has a MACD indicator, regardless of anything else, that is really, really close to what the outlier signals show. It's not perfect, and I definitely don't think that that's what it's based on, but they do correlate really closely. So what I'm going to be doing, and when I say double backtest is I'm going to do a manual backtest with their signals, right? So like this, positive expectancy, that's what I want to see. But also, a quick backtest, and I call this outlier theory, because truthfully, it's just my theory, and it's so simple. Over the 10, uh, or is that the scanner? Oh, that's the wrong one. Outlier theory, it's just so simple. Price over the 10, or the MACD, and MACD crossover, not or. Now, for the exit points... Um, that's a little bit, uh, different because that doesn't align with, um, what I've been able to see on here. So looking at this, what I had just, for example's sake was I put a Keltner channel, like sell into profits. Like you can see all the way at the top right here, that would be an exit point. because it hits that Keltner channel, um, or a MACD crossover back. So it's not, it doesn't perfectly align with the, uh, exit signals to get out of the outlier trades, but for the entries, it's a decent correlation. 
Um, so that's what I mean by double backtesting is we want to actually see the backtest results. So if I run it like this, right, we see not only does it have a positive expectancy using their results, but it also has a positive expectancy using just price action. And um, that's really cool because when I looked at NLY, if you all remember NLY, uh, this one just never worked from the start. But had I looked at the backtest of results right here, I wouldn't have even taken the trade, right? So the, the outlier results need to align. I didn't write it down. Uh, clearly, it had positive expectancy. I guess I just deleted my note. The outlier results need to align with the price action results. Then I feel really good about that. And then for position size, um, looking at our position size calculation, and Victor would know about this because uh, we, we had a long conversation about even when you do this, it's still not 2% of your account as risk. By the way, let me say hi to everybody. Yorn, good to see you. Dr. Sinclair, Brian, glad you made it. Victor, hello, my friend. Speaking of Victor, um, we did a we did an exercise on this, and like every single time, it was still coming in way less than 2%. And so I got to thinking about this more over the weekend, and I'm like, you know what? I think this is really good. I want to make a tiny change. I want to make this 5%. Now, I'm not saying risk 5% of your account. I'm saying let that be the starting point. So, for example, changing this number to 5%, Right, would give us whatever that number is. I don't know the math right now. But if we're taking it off at roughly a 50% loss, which we don't want that, but if we did take it off at a roughly 50% loss, that's actually 2% or 2.5% of your account, give or take. So I was like, you know what? I think we actually could bump up the position sizing, still keeping the same idea here, um, and then running with that. So that's going to be my go-to. We're really only risking 2%. But we're putting it on with a 5% in the calculation here with the thought of taking it off of half of the option if it's if it's losing. And then what is my other note that I made? Double backtesting position size. And then for a stop loss. So you're, you and I had to talk about this, like what happens on like a half ATR stop loss. So going back to the position sizing, if the position sizing is 5%, and you use the two times ATR value here, that would get you roughly a 50% loss, um, a 50% loss on the option leading to 2.5% in the account, which is pretty much what we're looking for. So that's where my head is out. Putting a two ATR stop loss, which is really generous, or MACD crossing the other way. And like I say, I'm not a big indicator guy, but this does correlate really well. And because of that, we can use that to our advantage. So that's where my head is at right now. That's what I've been back testing over the last few days and where I've been exploring is that I think that this clearly this has legs. We know it does, but we need to keep a couple things in mind. Number one is our risk. How much risk are we willing to take? Number two, how big of a position can we take? Because the positive expectancy on this actually results in you could take bigger positions here. And then number three is that um, we need to have that stop loss in check, right? And that stop loss can be uh, two ATR. Um, Zion is one I was looking at earlier, like a two ATR. So this one here, um, I made some notes on here, four out of six winners, 10% average winner with the outlier results, which is crazy. Um, or if you did the stop loss, like I'm talking about here, you would still have a, uh, still a positive expectancy. So that's what it would look like here is opening like at this, for example, 29. And if you got out a couple days later, and what that stop loss would look like there. So the point here is that my 
I mean, this is my passion in life. I could, I could do this all day, every day, Yorn. Um, I have zero, zero issue with me stuck in front of the computer if I get to do this. Uh, but that's where my head is at. What we have here is so, so, so awesome. And I am so stoked to have this. And if, if I hadn't actually put hand to paper, money at risk to test it out for myself, I wouldn't have believed it. Uh, truth be told, um, I think I was talking to, yeah, I was talking to Yorn about this. Truth be told, the outlier platform existed for a while. Um, and they asked me to look at it and work with it. And I just couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. Um, but they completely overhauled it. And this is not a sales pitch clearly. Cause like, you're not going to buy it. You're going to be using it with me. Um, whenever they overhauled it to have these buy and sell signals and the, um, red and green, it just made this a thousand times easier to use. And I'm like, okay, now I get it. And then we take this, we take this data here, right? And then we layer on price action. We layer on proper position sizing. And then you've got a bombastic strategy. And at the end of the day, if for some reason the outlier went away, because of course Chris is thinking long-term with this, if at the end of the day, outlier went away, that correlation of the 10 with the MACD crossover at the same time correlates really well to this. And you can backtest it, be on your way. So I'm super stoked. I'm super stoked to be able to provide this to you as part of what we're doing here and to watch this grow and watch your accounts grow as well. I I am really, really stoked about that. So let's move into our market analysis and look at it for today. Okay, welcome to the 10 minute trading room. This is how to trade only 10 minutes a day and exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. Now with our outlier trading strategy, We've got a few things that are different, but we're going to run through them real quick. Um, first is the outlier picks today. There were only a few on the bullish side, but many, many on the bearish side. Um, as you can see here, some are like, uh, I believe that's, that's either Alco or American Airlines. I can never remember which. Uh, but anyway, we've got a handful here, and then we've got a whole heap and helping full on this side of it on the uh, the selling side, on the, the short side. So I took all of those and dropped them in our outlier scanner. As you can see, only two are actually setting, setting up for entry. Now, some of the criteria with this are they need to be on the side of the 10 period moving average. They need to be over $15. They need to have either really high or really low relative strength. And uh, they need to be liquid, meaning over a million shares average traded daily. So we can go through these, which we already did earlier, but we'll do them together again. The next step is just a real quick liquidity check because this actually goes really fast. So, right. So let's look at home. That one's still up here. Open interest of zero in the puts. <laughs> so clearly uh, not going to be trading that one. And then Kolb, C-O-L-B, uh, looking at 90 at the most open interest in the puts. Now, I did make a couple changes here to only look at uh, regular expert. Oh, actually, these are all. I must have done it in the business account uh, to only look at the monthlies. And that's usually where the most liquidity is at, but neither one of these have weeklies anyway. So there's nothing there. Um, so as you know, we're going down the funnel each each piece. And we've always done this, right? When there's nothing to do past here, you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to do anything next. So we don't have any trades to put on today. However, both long and short trades are on the table at all times which is crazy because that's not how we used to trade, but it definitely is today. I seem a little bit out of focus. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, the uh, there are no trades to put on today. 
I'm really excited about these changes that we're putting on. And let's move into our final thoughts. So this is Richard Moglin. Uh, you probably have seen his YouTube videos or his... Um, I'm going to try and adjust my focus real quick. You may have seen his uh, YouTube videos or seen his um, his Twitter account. He's, he's, he's met a lot of the same people that I have. And uh, he's learned a lot from the same people I have as well. And, and it's amazing that we can actually learn from the greatest ever. Because think about it this way, right? Uh, 50, 60, 70 years ago, back in Jesse Livermore's time and things like that, right? You weren't able to access the greatest traders in the world. You couldn't access them. But now you can, right? Through the medium of podcasts, through the medium of books, uh, YouTube interviews, etc., and so what Richard's talking about here is from his interviews, a common trait of the greatest traders is the ability to be patient and simply wait for the environment and stocks to meet their criteria. And we talk about this all the time. And we just went through this a minute ago with our process, right? If nothing's flowing through all the way out the bottom of the funnel, there's no trades to make. There's nothing to push, right? Only trade the market and probabilities are with you. And when the deck is hot, but the rest of the time, you don't have to do anything. You can just sit and you can wait. And like Victor says, it sounds awesome because it's rules-based. That's the difference. That's what he's talking about in this tweet here. Is that the most successful traders in the world are all rules-based. Their rules are different from person to person. But overall, they have the same overarching criteria, which is A, wait for your stock to set up in the way that you wanted to see it. B, have a positive expectancy. I love a positive expectancy. I'm such a math nerd. Have a positive expectancy. Doesn't mean it's going to win every time, but over enough series of trades, it should come out on top. So you're waiting, you have a positive expectancy, and then when the time comes, you execute. Execute without fear. And the way you execute without fear is to have a full-fledged, top-to-bottom trading plan, including your position size, and knowing once you put on this trade, you know what? If it doesn't work out, I'm still going to have 98, 97.5% of my account. But if it does, you could see tremendous gains like we've seen over 25 or 23.5% in the space of a month. So I am super stoked. I'm super stoked that you're here to be a part of this feel really bad for people who are not part of this because um, we're going to make something awesome happen. Um, like I say, I can never guarantee anything and I can't, you know, past performance is not indicative of future results. But what I can tell you is I'm excited. The math behind this looks really strong and um, let's get ready to make it happen. Thank you all so much for coming. And again, thank you all so much for letting me have a vacation. As you can tell, I am ready to get back at it. Have a fantastic afternoon, and I'll see you right back here tomorrow. Talk soon. Hey, don't forget, head to 10minutetradingroom.com to learn how to effortlessly take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes a day and start trading right beside us in the 10-Minute Trading Room.